Welcome to The York Hot Seat. And like the name suggests, it's all about the hard questions. Our guest on this series is Kaito, 0x Kaito on Twitter, co-founder of Utopia Labs and its product Utopia. They define themselves as a collaborative payroll and expense management for DAOs. And after listening to Kaito, I would tease you by saying that if you have ever considered creating, joining a DAO where finances are managed on-chain, you will quickly realize how limited our options are. To make the experience better, enter Utopia. Hey, everybody. I see some familiar faces as well. What's up, Mackenzie? I know we've worked a few times in person as well. Really big fan of Dior and super excited. I think I actually saw a YouTube video that y'all created on Utopia a few weeks ago. I thought today it would be cool to kind of walk through a few things that might be a bit different or might be a bit cool about Utopia and then also kind of a, an upcoming look at uh, some of our newer projects and some of the newer things. Sadly, there's Figma mockups, but um, we've got some things uh, close to prod soon as well. So I'll show some of that and then we'll just kind of go in with, you know, five, 10 minutes of questions and kind of going over a few of the DAO tools out there. So what I'll do really quickly here is share my screen. So funny enough, like I think uh, I'll, I'll kick it off really, really quickly. Our tool is really valuable, mostly for the signers of a safe. And I know Dorg's really cool because Dorg, if I'm not mistaken, you have multiple projects and each project itself is a Gnosis safe. So really in that sense, what might be useful for that is Utopia is a pretty valuable tool um, for what we would consider maybe the project manager um, or someone who facilitates the transaction or someone who you know interfaces with the client and also the team. So really quickly within Utopia, I'm sure you've seen some of the functionality here, but all you'd have to do is really just connect your personal wallet. And once you connect your kind of personal wallet, all of the uh, wallets that you're a signer or administrator will show up here. Beautiful thing is, is we're on all chains. And maybe one really quick note is that we're actually going to have a pretty cool multi-chain approach where eventually we really abstract the chain. So it's almost like you have a Utopia account uh, and then the chain doesn't really matter. Um, and the chain will kind of work in the back end. Right now, the chain is just kind of the account. So uh, one of the biggest challenges right now with building this tool is one Utopia account equals one Gnosis safe. Eventually, one Utopia account will equal 20 Gnosis safes accordingly across all chains, etc. So anyway, you know, you kind of go through the process of logging in. And by doing this, you're now into your Gnosis, right? And I'm sure you've seen this workflow. So I won't go too deeply into it, but I'll point out two to three things that kind of make us special. And feel free to jump in if you have any questions or if I'm moving too fast, please just let me know. But really quickly, I think you've seen some of the request functionality. It's really, really easy to drop what we call a request link. And by doing that, uh, you can make it so pretty much anybody can request a payment. Uh, and I'm sure you've seen this and it's a pretty valuable functionality. I think with Dorg right now, you guys have a, a CSV import flow, but I'm not ever sure if this is valuable. But if you're ever a project manager for Dorg um, or working with a client, usually it's the other way around because I'm pretty sure the client pays you. Um, but if there's ever a, pay, uh, a workflow in which you're maybe paying the developers of Dorg or maybe paying someone uh, who gets paid a different amount, you're always able to share a request link and people can go in and fill it out and they all populate here you know throughout this process i think the beautiful thing and the most powerful feature within utopia is what we call um, our gasless execution so a lot of people ask us how it works and we kind of uh, we built a pretty scrappy yet secure solution in regards to how we built this really what this means is we built a gasless signing flow where whenever you execute a payment through utopia um, what's really really cool within it is the ability to actually execute transactions all within uh, a batch transaction, but also all done in a gasless fashion. So whenever you click a plan, and whenever you want to batch execute something in the Gnosis queue, um, what's really, really cool is all of this kind of shows up in a really, really neat interface. So you're able to do things like signing approvals, signing rejections, 
you're even able to share a public signing link to other people. So that's kind of something that's really cool about our product, which is a, a gasless transaction flow. Yeah, there's a few other things, you know, a Discord bot and stuff like that that we've built. But this is probably like the, the, the most beautiful kind of workflow that a lot of devs really appreciate about us. So basically what we do and what's cool is once all of the approvals for a Gnosis Q transaction um, are actually all approved, um, any API or any wallet can actually execute and pay the gas for them. Um, so what we've done is we've set up a separate hot wallet that basically serves as this idea of the person or the wallet that executes the transaction once all the Gnosis approvals are done. So that what that simply means is if one of three is approved, we need three of three to be approved for an execution to take place. So that's kind of what the workflow looks like there. Lastly, I think the beautiful thing that I don't think many customers have seen is we actually power a few DAOs out there that have a compliance stack. You know, we power FWB, for example, who have an American entity uh, as a legal wrapper. And basically what we've done is focused on ERC-20 payments and making them compliant. You know, this doesn't have to be a, a product that everybody uses, but we found this to be helpful and Utopia ourselves use this product as well. So I'll stop there. Uh, in regards to our current product, the next thing that we're really excited about building is almost this on-chain bookkeeping product, which allows people like McKenzie uh, on the accounting division to have a source of truth. So that's kind of something that we're really excited about, which is the fact that every single payment uh, that ever happens through Utopia is automatically going to be labeled for you. So basically what we're trying to do is save you a ton of time when it comes down to not only the payment creation process or the approval or the execution process, but also the reporting and reconciliation process. So that's kind of what's upcoming with Utopia. We still have a lot left to build in regards to kind of our stack. Uh, we're about a year old now as a team and we're growing quite fast, but I'll stop there in regards to this quick presentation, you know, here for any questions, but this is a product that we're building uh, alongside our roadmap, which you can all view right here as well. A few other things that we're excited about is this idea of sub-DAO budgeting. I think we had some pretty cool budgeting docs that I'd love to share with y'all. But we're thinking a lot about budgeting for DAOs like Gitcoin, for example, um, which basically allows you, um, and it also connects to multiple wallets. Um, so we're doing some cool stuff on the sub-DAO side. We haven't productized this yet, but the bookkeeping and budgeting are going to come very soon as well. Um, so that's kind of what the the premise of Utopia is going to look like over the future. So I'll stop there. And thank you all for the quick presentation. Awesome. Thank you, Kaito. I had a, a question. So with that mock-up that you just showed, basically like the, the more bookkeeping functionality of it, is that just showing transactions that have a, occurred like through Utopia or if there's some that we have to do outside of Utopia, like any type of like trade or just something we have to execute outside of Utopia, would your product be able to pull that in or is it just like within app transactions? No, it pulls everything. I think that's the key thing that we've learned within our product okay. right now, where our product right now only does, um, you know, like if you look at our history page, uh, for example, you can see that we only capture Utopia outflows, right? For example, so this is something that we have in terms of functionality, but it's really not robust from like kind of like a high level bookkeeping product. So um, we're going to kind of make a, a ton of changes here in regards to making this a much more robust product. And it captures all inflows, all outflows, NFT transactions, everything. So that's kind of the, the way we think about our product there. Awesome. Thank you. Hey, Kato. I see you guys really been busy over the last few months because I saw your product a few months ago and really developed since then. Actually, yeah, you gave me a demo. I'm just curious because you mentioned that there is a hot wallet that gets triggered by the signers of uh, Gnosis Safe. And so that's not a contract, right? It's just a wallet that you guys keep on the back end? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's not a smart contract. It's simply just a hot wallet that uh, we keep on the back end, correct? Okay. And where is the private key for that? Uh, the private, like, as in, 
as in like the actual code or where we keep it? Yeah. I guess yeah, the yeah. app so does have access to the private key, right? Yeah, correct. The app does. So in that sense, the thing that could be hacked, so to say, from a technical angle, uh, would be the hot wallet itself. Cool. And do you have like any plans for how to secure that in the future? Yeah, we've done we've done you know rough things like pen tests. We have two security uh, you know contract engineers. Um, so we have a few things there, but we do want to make this a more stabilized product. So you're totally right. Like, I think there's better ways to do it. But yeah, we, we do have plans. Um, happy to connect you with the CTO on the way we've spec this out and the the plan that we have. But we're definitely looking to make kind of the, the gasless payment more stabilized. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for clearing that up. Totally, totally. I think there's a lot of things from a technical side that we really want to improve on. And I think, you know, just like reflecting as a founder, right? I think, uh, and, and, and as builders, and I'm sure you all know this, is like, there's a, a key balance between building fast and building really high quality stuff. For us, I think we were kind of really just trying to, to build extremely fast products uh, since we started our company. And there's been some tech debt that we really want to kind of work on. And, and I think that's kind of a normal thing within startups, but it's really something that we take seriously. So, you know, we brought in a few senior engineers and we even have like uh, the first month where we're not shipping any new features, but just stabilizing everything. So that's kind of a few of the workflows that we really want to take care of and make sure that we're cognizant of for sure. Yeah, it's really impressive how fast you guys were able to, to do this. Appreciate it, Tom. Thank you. Quick question. Can you remind me again the timeline on rolling out like the sub DAOs, but still all being included in like one main account, like the parent account? Is that on the map for this year? Or do you think it's going to be like a next year type of feature? It's, it's this year for sure. Probably early Q4 is the way we're thinking about this. One way that we've kind of like uh, mitigated that, it's not the best way, is that you can switch safes pretty... Like we, we, we could definitely improve this flow, but you can switch saves back and forth pretty easily within this multi-account switcher that we found to be really useful. But the idea of kind of like this idea of like uh, aggregating safes and um, kind of having this like... Uh, UI that allows you to facilitate these transactions w w across different chains are, are probably later in this year, uh, probably late Q4, uh, maybe early Q1 2023. So um, that's kind of a rough timeline. But bookkeeping is something that we really want to focus on, and we're making some progress here as well. Okay, awesome. Yeah, just because like from my perspective, I'm not really a signer on all the different project safes, just like the main ETH safe. But still being able to see visibility into all the other safes is like really, really key. So I guess once that's implemented, once the sub actually roll up into like some sort of parent account, is anyone who's like added onto the parent account able to sign for those sub or you still have to like, it's still tied to your access on the Gnosis safe basically? Yeah, we tie access to the Gnosis safe right now just for security purposes. We really want to make sure that everything's kind of tight there. In fact, with Utopia, none of, we haven't built any of our own custom smart contracts. They all utilize Gnosis as SDKs. In that case, I think, Mackenzie, what might be valuable is potentially having you add as an admin. Um, an admin, as a quick note, is not able to execute transactions, but they're able to go in and create things like payment requests, for example. That's kind of a, a bit of the functionality that admins get. And, you know, from an accounting perspective, it might be helpful when other DORG safes um, basically add you as an admin, and then you, Mackenzie, are still able to go to transactions and their history, download as a CSV, and then aggregate all the Excel sheets into one. Um, so that's kind of the flow that I would propose right now, but definitely not optimal. And I think that functionality would be very valuable. So I'm definitely on a roadmap. Hey, Kaito, I have one question for you. So uh, one of the biggest features you guys are providing is gasless transactions. Uh, would you would you be able to deep dive into it and uh, you know just uh, give us a high level overview of how that happens? You know, how, how do we make it gasless? 
Yeah, yeah. I definitely should have brought in our CTO. I'll kind of explain it from a high level and then I can even send you some talks later. But the way it works is this, right? So like with Gnosis, I think I might have touched on it a tiny bit, but with Gnosis, basically, you know how there's an approval flow, right? Like basically when you put something in the Gnosis queue with a multi-sig wallet, there has to be a certain amount of people who approve a transaction. So if you had five signers on a wallet, and let's just say your approval was three out of five, then you have to have three out of five people approve a transaction every single time it's in the Gnosis queue. So when that happens, uh, when there's actually three out of the five and the three people who sign an approval, basically any wallet can go in and execute the transaction for them because technically there really isn't an incentive to do that for most cases. Um, Because once the approvals are done, we have the address, we have the amount all verified and all approved from the signers that the person and the the next cost associated with actually executing the transaction is a gas fee, right? So in most cases, it's not like I would randomly go and try to execute other people's Gnosis safe transactions, but that functionality is available. And obviously in our use case as kind of a tool that helps with payment creation and execution, it almost makes sense to make it such a smooth kind of operating workflow. So that's kind of how it looks like where as soon as we do get the approvals, as soon as the transaction is approved from the signers, our hot wallet will go in and it'll ping our hot wallet to execute the transaction and our hot wallet will pay the gas fee to actually execute the transaction on chain. So that's kind of what the workflow looks like from end to end. Let me know if that answers your question. It's more of a technical question. Uh, I should have brought in my CTO, so I apologize for that. But that's kind of what the, the workflow looks like at a high level. Yeah, that totally kind of explains the answer that I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah, we definitely want to share kind of the way we built this because I think uh, the one thing that's also exciting is we're building a payments API. Basically, allows any tool to offer kind of payments for their for their platform. So whether it's another DAO tool to you know even just other DAOs that we work with, they kind of want to have like a payments engine to to facilitate certain workflows. Um, we're doing a ton of stuff there, so that's kind of a, a nice little product that we're also building. That's also actually being shipped as we speak as well so if there's ever interest in the api that we're building please please let me know we're really happy to kind of partner and work with kind of spec it out from the bottom up one more uh, in terms of building fast have you guys ever considered like integrating other tools already working like streaming payments or su- suggesting some actions like an open sibling fender stuff like that or what's your yeah your own totally. about it Totally. So uh, I'm actually researching a lot on streaming right now because um, I'm curious to hear what you think or or what you think is actually the best streaming provider. Um, I've been doing some research, but we do want to integrate streaming. And I'm kind of just trying to get an idea of like what you think is the best one. I actually dropped a quick tweet here. I'll actually pass that question back off to you because I'm curious. But uh, yeah, we are looking to integrate and partner with a lot of projects. And uh, we have a few that are coming up that I'm really excited about that we are already kind of working with uh, in that sense too. So we really want to build APIs and have some sort of composable approach. And continuously keep building that type of uh, governance x you know dow tooling lego framework that could be there uh, one day what do you think is the best uh, a streaming provider out there in your opinion yes in my opinion i would say probably superfluid but it, but yeah I'm, I'm more curious about what what other uh, options have you guys thought about it and you can answer that question what you guys are looking at and the other question that I had, or like an open question for you is, what question would you like people to ask you or would you like to, to be asked to start something new in, in terms of your roadmap? Like, what, what is your wish list? I mean, how do you see Utopia Labs like in the next year? All the crazy stuff that can be possibly done with 
with Utopia? Yeah, that's that's a good question. So maybe two parts there. Tons of streaming providers, actually, from what we've noticed. Uh, there, there's a lot of new ones popping up every day. I've heard great things about Superfood. We've looked into them. So I'm excited about the potential of Superfood as well. There's Llama Pay, which is doing some really good work. Uh, I believe, again, they, they, they have a pretty capital-efficient way of basically executing uh, and putting things on chain in regards to their re- recent initialization of the contract itself. I think that was the key advantage of Llama Pay. Vero is interesting as well because it's a product built by SushiSwap. So we're friends with the folks over there and learning a bit more about their platform. And then there's obviously Stabler, which I believe is an OG in the in the space. So yeah, I'm still just trying to do as much research as I can to come to an opinion. On the crazy stuff, you know, I think for us, like the way we think about this is like we actually eventually want to build products that are on the chain, right? Like I think for us, it might seem kind of weird that we're, well, it's not weird, but it, it might seem kind of like we're just building re- necessary tools. Like that's the way we think about our company right now, which is... We're building necessary, relatively kind of skeuomorphic or analogous software, um, basically tools that, you know, Web2 companies need and bringing them to Web3. But eventually what we're really excited about is the potential of the tools that we're building um, to actually, you know, put, put stuff on chain, for example. I think uh, a, a really obvious example is we're thinking a lot about budgeting in the future and not only thinking about budgeting from an off-chain perspective, but really what we want to do is bring these optimistic budgets or optimistic payments on chain. So basically what that means is you're able to create a budget and then it automatically gets approved accordingly to recent on-chain history, even specific Utopia metadata tag to other contributor references to other companies and clients and et cetera. And aggregating all these data sources to actually make this idea of optimistic budgets possible. So we haven't done anything yet here, but, you know, we're speaking a lot to projects like UMA, for example. So, you know, there's a lot of really cool things here that we're thinking about that I think is going to be really fun, crazy and wacky. So far, very far out, by the way. But uh, those are some of the things that I think I'd like to think are going to be really, really cool and kind of bring paradigm shift to doubt. Like, that's the way I like to think about it. Awesome. Yes, totally. Like tokenized assets, legal wrappers, other saves, owning other types of assets. Yeah, that's kind of like the future word. Yeah, Where's it exactly. There's a lot of interesting stuff there for sure. Appreciate your questions. Perfect. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you guys for joining us. Cheers, everybody. Bye. Bye.